0: Hey, Kim. Hey. I have a question for you. Before we get started, I just really want to know. So you recently okay. recorded a TikTok live. I did.
1: How did it go? I'm to tell you something. I loved it. I thought I was going to be like, okay, here it goes. I loved it because not that Insta- Instagram's live is great too, but that TikTok live and you've got your shop and you've got, it's a whole new group of people. I don't know. I I have now just broken that fourth wall or fifth wall or whatever wall we in. I am done crossed over, Zach. I am a TikTok lover, okay? We have a special relationship. I'm dating TikTok.
0: Okay, well, that's great, Kim. I'm really glad that's your position because I got all the footage. I made a little present for you, so let me roll the tape.
1: Tonight, in my very first TikTok live, I've got a shop that I want to share with you several things. Now... Oh, Lord. Um, Amy. Yes. How do I start pulling up this stuff? Because I'm not sure. Well, this technology's. is. Woo! I hope of was in. Kiss so uh, my what? Anyway, <laughs> back to this. Okay. I think we can tag them. I don't want I mean, to see them in a clean bathroom. You do have a clean bathroom. It ain't that clean. Okay, well, I don't, But I want to add it to the thing. I can't see. Okay. I don't know where to tag. <laughs> Anyway, I'm I mean just going to no show the stuff and you figure it out. So do y'all see that shop on car art? And the, they probably already all know how to use shop tick TikTok. But anyway, it's not shop TikTok. It's yeah. not this TikTok <laughs> shop. Whatever. So people are answering my question. Thank you, viewers. I love you so much. Okay. What do you think, Kim? Let me just say this. My, <laughs> my children are worthless. They're why worthless. Are
0: you, because why? Because they you know how to do,
1: this. <laughs> no, because I can. That's why. That's your work. Because everybody's like, my teenage kids help me. My teenage kids don't do jack crap for me on this stuff. I called them in there. And they're like, I'm busy. Oh my I'm gosh. like, you're busy doing what? Scrolling TikTok. So uh-huh. Bo told me he said, "That's it. I'm not helping you anymore because you share my business."
0: <laughs> he totally said that. True. He said, you share Honestly, my business. Again, that's fair. That is totally fair. And that would be okay, my I'll decision, too. Do you want to change right. your answer, though? And you I know mean, what I
1: said <laughs> to him? And you know what I said to him? Well, you share my bank account. Okay. <laughs> I can share your business, Bo, because you share my bank account. There you go. Hashtag real world problems. <laughs> This is the Cuban Bell Show. I'm here with my new best friend, the most fashionable person on daytime TV. (laughs) Wait
2: a minute, where's that sock? Where's that shoe? 10 years of hard work, and then one day it all went away. You had the courage to step off and leave. My sister died in her home, and it is an unsolved murder. Hopefully, I can write this. I marched my husband into the bathroom. And it was a case of who done it. <laughs> he did not jump off to try and save me. I broke up with him before we made it to land.
1: <laughs> the best decision I made in the last 24 hours is blank. To do this podcast with you and hang out with you. Welcome to the Kim Grabell Show. I'm Kim Grabell. And today I have a great show for you. Y'all, the one and only Tamron Hall is here. She is an Emmy award-winning television host and executive producer of the syndicated talk show Tamron Hall. She's a veteran journalist, and she's also the best-selling author. Um, Her new novel drops on March 12th, and it's called Watch Where They Hide, but you can pre-order it right now, and you know I got mine. We'll get to Tamron in a second. I want to give you a heads up, though, to stick around until after the interview because I have a listener voicemail and outtakes that are guaranteed to make you smile. All right, y'all. It's time. Let's welcome the most fashionable woman in daytime <laughs> television. Not to mean, not to mention, one of the smartest. Welcome. It's Tamron, Tamron, Tamron Hall.
2: Wait a minute. Did you call angels from heaven for me? Wait a minute. I did. That sounds beautiful. I got a direct <laughs> line, girl. I got a direct <laughs> line. I love girl. it. I love it. <laughs>
1: I love you. Can I just Hold let up, me? Yeah. Can I just celebrate you for a hot minute? I mean, Aww. your career is award-winning, decorated. But Carl, the things that you've accomplished—I I used to watch Aww. you back in your journalism days. You're from Texas. You're a Southern girl. <laughs> yeah. Do you like boiled peanuts?
2: L- okay, that's where the line stops. I do like okay. pecans roasted, but boiled <laughs> peanuts is okay. not for okay. me. Okay, but I love peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I always ask
1: every southern that's on the show. No, I'm so glad that you came. Um, You know, I read your first book. I read your first book. Thank you. And now you've got this second book coming out. Tell me all about,
2: how did you, how, okay, you're a journalist, but you're an author too. Oh my God. How do you have time to do all of this? Listen, I look at you and I ask myself the same thing. First of all, you know, I adore you and thank you. You've been so good to Mm, me and my show and I just love you so much and I feel so blessed and honored that you even read my book and want to talk to me about it. But I didn't know I was an author. Hello. I just, I, I knew I was a journalist right. for 30 years. I'm, I'm trying to be a good mama and I hope a good daughter and a good friend. Um, but you know what? The first book I wrote, um, in this crime series, we were locked in and global pandemic. None of us knew what was going to happen next. And I said, so many things about life we put off, right? We keep saying we're going to get to it, we're going to do it, we're going to do it. And I was so bored with my husband, and I was like sitting there <laughs> trapped, I in and I said, yes. "I said I got to do something." So I was like, "I'm going to take this leap of faith because we don't know truly what tomorrow is going to bring." And I started writing this character, Jordan Manning. She's kind of inspired by when I was a kid and I'd read Nancy Drew and I used to watch Angie Dickinson as police lady. I'm 53. So for anybody who doesn't know who that show is, just Google it. And so I always watch these crime dramas and read these kinds of books. And I thought, I'm going to take some of the experiences that I've had 30 years of being a journalist, much of that as a crime reporter and create this sassy, bold character who's a journalist Mm. by day, but she's pulled in to solve some of these cases. And the first book was out and critics loved it. I couldn't believe it because I was really just winging it. It really was this moment of vulnerability for me, Kim, Mm. because I said, you know, so many things we've been fortunate and blessed to accomplish, but there's always more. And that doesn't mean more money. Mm. That means more to this journey. And I was like, I'm going to do it. If it's bad, it's bad. And if it's good, it's great. You know, what?
1: I love what you said that (laughs) it was vulnerable because when I wrote my book, I felt the same way. It was the hardest thing I've ever done. I'm like, that's just torture. Clearly, that's not my God-given gift. But you know what? You do what you're called to do. But I also like what you said about, you know, we put things off. And yeah, Tamron, why do we do that? Why are we always putting off the things that we we really should be doing and that we have in our heart's desire? Yeah. Why do you think we do? Because I do it, too.
2: Yeah, I, I think it's two things. So, first of all, I think we are at, at some point in our life, we believe we have all the time in the world. And then you get mm. to a certain point like me where that Bonnie rate song scared to run out of time. Yeah. So you, you, you're in, you're always in the middle. You're one in when you're in your 20s or when you're 18 and you're like, I have all the time in the world. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to travel here. I'm going to try. And then for me, you wake up and suddenly you're gosh, I'm 48. That's not old. That's middle of the journey, some would say. But I've got so many things I didn't get to. How is this possible? So I think mm-hmm. we are always in these two worlds. And so for me, I found myself. 49 years old, a little bit scared to run out of time, like everybody at that time right. in the world. And then feeling that I'm done so much, but I want to do more. more. And more. I do think at that moment of fear, you know, we're 2019, we're all cocky swagger now. None of us was that, was that in 2019. No. We're like, oh dear God, what's going to happen with my life? And so for me, I thought, Let me let me do this. i had been approached to write, you know, beauty books and memoirs. And I thought there'll be time for that. But I really (laughs) wanted to do something no one expected, even myself, even myself. I didn't Mm -hmm. think I could do it, which was Mm -hmm. a funny feeling. Right. I got this talk show first season. I was like, wait a minute. Did they actually give me an Emmy? That didn't really happen. Right. Because I'm like, I would. (laughs) Yeah, they did. And And yes, they should have, too. Yeah, I'm like, did my mom sneak in some ballots? So I couldn't believe it, but I was finding I it. My, my comfort zone, right? I've been yeah. doing this and there is something satisfying. And I know you understand this with being uncomfortable. We run from it, but stepping into discomfort can feel so, it's like that workout when you're like, I do not want to do this workout. I'm going to get no. on this bike and then you get through the burn and then you get off the bike. It's a, or high. You finish. It's a high. It's a high. Getting past discomfort leads you on this emotional high. And so for me, that book, especially being a woman at the time, almost 50 years old, was uncomfortable. I felt mm. vulnerable. I was nervous that people wouldn't receive it. Who does she think she is? She's got a talk show. Stay in your lane, right? You know that, uh-uh. stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. Right. But I I've heard I it. thought, I thought, let me just go for it and, and let me try it. Why not? You know what, Faith,
1: I connect with you so much, Cameron. Yeah. watching you on your show and watching you over the years, but also having met you and even talking to you right now, you're such a strong woman of faith. And and I got to say, you know, first of all, I feel like you're my BFF because I feel like I can sit <laughs> down and just talk about God, talk about faith, oh, talk yes. about what, what, you know, the future, because, you know, with faith comes hope. But in 2017, yeah. girl, we got to I got to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> because after being on the Today Show, how long were you on the Today Show when you had le- Ten when you left?
2: Years. Ten, 10 years. 10 years.
1: I was a fan years. back then. Thank you, you had the courage to step off and leave yeah. and wow. start over. And so many people listening to you right now, Tamron, <laughs> first of all, they might not know the story behind that. You share what yeah. you want to share from your heart. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. The, the story behind it is not all the whatever, why you left or whatever, uh, it's the uh, courage
2: uh, that you had to leave, girl. Tell, well, you know, to what, me Kim, about I that. didn't have courage. I didn't have courage. I had faith because here's the That's deal. It. That's it. That's and, it. And 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 I'm telling you the truth. So I was there the for ten years, and I thought it was my dream job. In fact, on my sure. desk was a picture of me and my mom. Um, Ten years prior, we were here to see the Color Purple, the musical on Broadway. Mm. I had I'd, I'd been local news in Chicago. I had. A great gig there. And I wanted to treat my mom to see the color purple on Broadway the first time it came. And we were walking around New York with my best friend and we walked by Radio City Music Hall. And my mom is a great woman of faith and and really believes if she prays for you, it's gonna happen. Like my mother's like, she, That's she's right. got she the direct, got direct line. line. She's got the yeah. direct line. And so and so my mother stood in front of Radio um Rockefeller Center and she said, You're gonna be working here next year. And I was like, No way, there is no way. My mom said, Watch, you'll see. Sure enough, a year to the date, and this is a true story. I got a call from Steve Kappas, who was the, de- the then uh, president of news at NBC. He said to me, you know, they were scouting different local news talents. And he called and said, do you want to keep being a big fish in a little pond? And I'm like, Chicago's a little pond, but I'm not yeah, like very a bit, competitive. right? right. Yeah. I'm a Texan. So don't challenge me. I was like, don't you, show, don't, wait a minute. What <laughs> you talking about? <laughs> And he said, "Why don't you come and go national? You 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 have the goods. I can tell. Do you mm. believe you have to go national?" So I go into his office that day. And again, this story is—it's it, one day I'm doing my memoir. I had a beloved dog. Her name was Anime after Tina Turner. Anime Bullock—that was her name—cause she had flaming red hair. and This little dog, and my dog had taken ill. I didn't have any children. I wasn't even in a relationship. So this is my whole world. And she was sick. I got on the plane, and all I could think about was this dog and I'm like, I, I don't even care about this job anymore because this is my pet and she's my family. I get into his office and I said to him, I didn't realize this, but I have this picture in my bag, my purse. I took it out and mm. I showed him and back then it was one of those cameras you crank, 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 crank And it had the date. It had it the, the date on the picture, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So I had the date and I handed him the picture. It was one year exactly to the date stamped yeah. on there with my mother pointing at that sign saying, You're going to be working in this building. He mm-hmm. starts to cry because he recently lost his mother. He couldn't believe that on the exact date, a year before, my mother stood in front of that building, claimed that job for me. And I said to him, As much as I want this do- a job, My pet is sick and I have to get back because she's my family. He could not. But he was like, wait a minute. What what is happening here? He's like, can't you see there's a sign? And I said, but it's also a sign to me that work matters. But the things I love outside of work matter, too. I got back on that plane and I got that job. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. So here I am in this place that we always find ourselves, family and profession and what matters most my mother called it. I got the job, 10 years of hard work. And then one day, it all went away. It all went away. Mm-hmm. I was made an offer I could not refuse. I went home. It was a Tuesday. I went in my closet. I prayed. Mm-hmm. And, and I emerged from that closet saying, I'll never come back. But there's something else for me. It was faith. I was full on faith. Full on faith. And, and I love the story about your mother, because I want to I'm to
1: park it there for two hot seconds, because yes. I, I feel like I feel like something speaking to my spirit about someone mm. watching right now, because I will tell you, people say, well, how do you have faith? Taryn, how uh, how have you developed this faith? Because I think I yeah. think there are signs and wonders all around. Yeah. I think he's always speaking to us in that still small oh, yes. voice. How do you recognize Now, of course, your mom's probably loud and say, hey, girl, this this is where you're going to be. So you listen to that. How did you recognize
2: um, those sweet whispers of faith when they come upon you? Well, it's it's how I was raised. You know, my mother was a 19 year old. My mother was a 19 year old single mother who on her own left Luling, Texas with a daughter and stepped out on faith. She often would tell me this story of my grandfather saying to her, you don't need to move to Dallas-Fort Worth at the time because all the opportunities in our small town, like many small towns had evaporated. And he said, just stay here. I will help you raise her. And my mother said, I have to go. I have to see what I can build for her. And wow. I grew up hearing this story of this 19-year-old girl who stepped out on faith. And so for me, it's been a part of everything that I am. I'm from a part of the world that people don't say, how much do you make? You know, they don't ask you about the things in your home. They tell you their testimony, right? It's not what you have. It's how you got it. And the only way you how get you it, got is, it. I, through faith. It's Woo. through faith. It's through belief. It's through knowing that God puts these challenges in front of us. I remember when I was in Chicago and it rang true when I started this talk show. My mother said, I was having a hard time with a, a, a TV critic and he was just writing mean things about me. Just awful. I never met the man. And it was like, right. what is, and this was my first exposure. And my mother said, God is not going to move you to the next point until you can handle this one. Come on. And I, and she said, you have to take yourself out of this and say, everything that you have is not because someone gave it to you. And it's because you work for it. And it's because God meant it for you. So as yeah. they try to tear you down, you're impenetrable. You're impenetrable because you are protected by the blood of Christ. God has you Mm. and you have to believe that. And I really, I've watched this many points in my life. Kim, even when I went through IVF with my child, you know, I laughed because I was on the cover of People Magazine and it said, Tamara, Miracle Baby. And I, it didn't even occur to me because I was so Mm -mm. full on faith and I was so confident in my faith. And that doesn't mean that, and let me be clear, there are many, many people who pray for the opportunity to have a child and it does not. And that doesn't mean that my faith was stronger. I cannot say that, but it was the journey that God meant for me. And I have been allowed to share the testimony of being a late to the party parent, as I call myself, I've been able to share how in the midst of what people were calling courageous in leaving that situation at my prior job, it was truly faith. And I... I didn't feel angry. I didn't feel vengeful. That's why people say, oh, you handle it with such class. You never tried to, you know, uh, disparage where you get. I, I didn't feel it. I knew Mm-mm. that my wings could not be lifted if I allowed that to enter my heart. And that's not what God wanted me to do. And I know that. And I, and I have no doubts about it because I'm here. Well, that,
1: yeah, you're here. And that's that deep, rich faith that I think, believe it or not, even though people don't even know that they long for you know what i mean oh, people yeah. really long for that kind of thing okay well when we okay. come back we've got more with Tamron hall after this short <laughs> break we're going to talk about faith and how that faith got her to her very own emmy award-winning talk show oh right after goodness. this y'all
2: All right,
1: we are back with what, who Vogue, Vogue called the most fashionable person on daytime TV. Okay, Tamron Hall. Do you know how fashionable you are, girl? Like, I tune in, I love to hear you, but when I see you, I'm like, girl, could I pull that off? Let me see. And then I go Google it or I figure <laughs> out who the designer was.
2: Listen, my, you know, I'm sorry, my, my, my Uncle Henry tells me all the time, he's like, I just turn it on to see what you got on. I'm like, Uncle Henry, yeah, he on, I like that, that boy, Henry. I <laughs> just turn it on to see what you got on. <laughs> no, no you is, part, is
1: that part of the perk or is that on purpose? You know what I'm saying? Is that on purpose? It's intentional. Own-
2: Listen, it's okay. intentional. Okay. I was like, I was like the women who I grew up with on a Sunday morning. You gonna know I walked in You're and I'm not gonna be ashamed of it. Because you know what it is? You're here. You're like, I'm here and I'm going to celebrate this moment. And we are very intentional about how we step out. I I plan the whole week of wardrobe in advance. That's something I learned from my dad. My dad was in the army for 30 years. And his rule was if you pick out your whole week's worth of clothing, that's one less thing you have to worry about. And I always tell people that because it's like, think about how many times. You have an event, or you need to go to work, or something. You need to be. You're like, wait a minute, where's that sock? Where's that shoe? Where's what's uh, at the cleaners? And then you are late to where you need to be. So part of my journey is also being present, and that allows me to be present. That I try to take care of these little things.
1: Was it always your dream to have a talk show, though? I mean, I know you've been a journalist, no. and, you know. A lot of times that I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, you yeah. know, sh- sh- shade anybody or anything, but yeah, yeah, from yeah. journalists to talk, that's two different giftings. Would you say like, ain't you I think it is.
2: OK, so here's what I think is the common thread. Just like you right. are. I love people. I, I am. Yeah, you do. You do. I love people. I love hearing your story. I love curious people. That's just, I could like you, we can sit and talk to somebody all night long. They'd be like, okay, Kim, okay, Tamara, I got to get up out here. You're like, no, <laughs> wait, let me ask one more thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to get in. my My car, my meter ran out. I'm like, no, no, I have more questions. I've always been very curious about people. And I love hearing folks, their story. I'm often asked, well, who's my favorite guest? And I said, listen, I don't want to have a favorite guest. I have a feeling. Mm. I love when people come to talk, when they come to take off the mask that we all wear, And you strip down to who you are. That doesn't mean you're not going to protect certain things because you do have to protect your soul. You have to protect your spirit to protect your loved ones. I didn't tell I was pregnant until I was 32 weeks because I needed to enjoy that moment with my new husband. And I didn't need people like, wait, she's too old. What is this? And I, you know, I needed that, that time. But. As we rip off our masks and we're able to share who we are, I think that's the best journey. That's Mm. the best about life. So I was always very curious. So as a journalist, I was curious. And then going into this talk show, I said, Well, I have to use who I am. Of course, there were many people who said, Okay, do hot topics, uh, do this. And I was like, That's not me. That's somebody else. Let me be me. And I, I always felt confident that the audience would come, the Tam fam would find me. So I just like to talk. My favorite restaurant is my table in my house. <laughs> I mean, yes. The wine, the wine is cheaper than it is at the restaurant. I can yes. take my shoes yes, off. Girl. I can put my and just hang out. So I I just love I truly thrive off of being around and talking to people. And so I just translate it just translated to this talk show.
1: It was it is so natural. You know, and okay. you talked about like taking off that mask and yeah. I had to rip my mask off recently, big time. I'm dealing with Bell's palsy. I woke up like halfway through the holidays and just the left side of my face just was not cooperating. I thought, Lord, did I have a stroke? Oh, but it's just Bell's palsy. It's getting better by the day, thank God. Yeah. But I'm getting so much support from women yeah. just going on TV and being present, like on QVC and having this issue. If have you had to ever like struggle with something, you know, whatever your Bell's palsy, you know, of has course. been? No. And how ma- did
2: you do it? How did you do it? First of all, I just another reason I love you so much is that you are so revealing, and in your revealing, you are healing, and that is so mm. critical in Come somebody's on. journey. And for me, the, the 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 closest comparison would be the the loss of my sister. Um, mm. My sister died in her home, and it is no, gosh. an unsolved murder. But I didn't talk about the. It was murder? That uns- you know it was yeah. murder? Yeah. The cause Lower of death. is. And, and for me, um, while the case is still open and, and hasn't been solved, what we knew and at the time and many years before is that she was in a relationship where there was domestic violence. And going back to your taking off the mask, i just come to New York. It just started out. And when you're just starting out, they always ask you, do you want to host these different events? And half the time you don't, but you're trying to get into good graces of the network and everybody right. else. So you're trying so to do was, your, yeah. yeah, pay doing. Yeah. And so they invited me to host at the last minute this event for an organization called Day One. I never heard of Day One, didn't know what it was. I get there and it's an actual organization. I'm teaching young people, particularly high school age. That how to love, like that love doesn't have to be mm. toxic, that it doesn't have to be violent, that crazy in love is not a good thing. And all, and good. so when we're, I'm there and nobody really knows about. just started out uh, and several young girls started to tell their stories of being survivors of abuse. And I'm talking 15, 16 young girls with horrific stories of, you know, one child, Kim talked about her boyfriend, um, beating her so severely. She had uh, uh, stitches in her head. And it was just, I couldn't believe like, kid, these are babies, 15, 16 years old. And, you know, in the South, we have the saying, fair exchange, no robbery. And they're telling me their truth. And they're taking off their mask in this big event, this fancy hotel to raise funds for this organization. And I'm standing off to the side. And I walked over to the microphone. And I said, I don't feel right in here, hearing your story and not telling you my story,
0: and nice. I start
2: and I shared with them that right before my sister's death, she was in a relationship and the person had um, been in our home, and I witnessed the violence, and I was so upset with her that she wasn't willing to leave that I stopped talking to her, oh. and I. At the time, thought you know, this is what you do. You get out of this. You can do better. You don't need him. We're here, just thinking that yourself up. Just yeah, think, yeah just think yeah, yeah. Not yeah. knowing the things that I know now, and right. thank God, my father called right before the holidays and said, "You all need to iron this out." And 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 we did. And soon after, she was found dead. And I told him <laughs> that I lived with such shame and such guilt. And that I was telling this story because I want to help people learn how to talk and support their family members. I want to tell one of the most painful secrets of family to anyone who's willing to listen because through my wrong, hopefully I can write this. And I started working with survivors of domestic violence and we try to teach families and loved ones how to approach it. And the number one way is just listen. Everyone wants Mm. to be heard. Listen. And so like with your story and Mm -hmm. your challenge here, you're willing to put yourself out there and tell you could hide, you could take a hiatus, you could take a break, Mm. but you're saying, no, I'm not going to do that. I want you to know what's happening here. And that's what I try to do with with this situation with my sister is that not to be another celebrity with a problem, because I was like, I don't want to tell the story because I don't want people to think, okay here's another celebrity with, oh, look at what happened to me. No,
1: it's connecting, girl. Yeah. And it is
2: connecting and it's connecting. And that's what you're doing. That's what we're doing in these journeys. And so for me, I've been so blessed to work with Safe Horizon, which is the largest shelter in the Mm. country, helping survivors of domestic violence. I'm still an ally of day one. And it was taking off the mask and say, here's a part of my story that I hope through this pain that I can help heal somebody else.
1: Yeah, and I, I gotta tell you, you said it's all about listening. I could listen yeah. to you talk Ugh. all day. Well, I do at least an hour every day. And, and I talk the lineup, That's why I got a talk show. I love, I love it. It. <laughs> That's it. You might as well talk, honey, because you're good at it. Because I got God in is trouble is cool. listening.
2: God is always Me
1: too. listening. <laughs> I could talk the hair off a monkey's butt, honey. I talk and talk and talk. And God is always listening. That's what I love, yeah. too. You, I've heard you say that before. You know, God yeah. is always there listening. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, I do this. I've got to let you go because I know you're a busy no. woman. No, no, no. Um, we we I, I, we do this with every guest. Um, mm-hmm. We did a little bit different with you. Okay. We after the break, we're gonna come back and do something I called rapid fire. Fill in the blank. Right after Ooh, this, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Are you overworked, underpaid, exhausted, but love your kids so much and want to be the best mama for them?
0: How about the best version of you? You deserve that. I'm Gianna Demedio-Simon.
2: And I'm Casey McDonnell-Hosmer. And we are moms who absolutely love our new roles in
1: life. But man, were we not prepared for some of the fine print in the job description.
2: We want a connection with our children and our partner that doesn't come at the cost of the relationships with our own selves.
1: We're helping you mother up every Monday on your favorite podcast player. Also, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at motheruppot. All right, y'all. I'm here with my new best friend, even though she (laughs) might not know it yet. Is Tamron Hall. I'll take it. I'll um, take, uh, it. Take, take it. Take it, Tara. Call me, honey. I'll come over for dinner anytime. I'll bring the cheap wine too. Um, Kim, what about listen, me? what I, about me, Kim? Oh, Zach, yeah,
2: for sure. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to leave Zach out. We got room for if Zach because we, we need somebody's gonna wash the dishes, Zach. That's the rule. If I cook, you got to wash Ooh. the dishes. Well, you know, I mean, what? I'm, I'm sold. I love it. I'll come over anytime, Terri.
1: <laughs> We're there. We're there. Okay, uh, every guest we do uh, what we call rapid fire. This time okay. I did rapid fire fill in the blank. So okay. here we go. Don't think about it. I won't. What comes up comes out. Okay, okay gotcha. here we go. I'm ready. Okay. All right, here we go. I own too many blank shoes. I knew you were going to say shoes. <laughs> Your shoe game <gain laughs> is insane. Like how many pairs
2: of shoes do you have like at the studio and at the house? Hundreds. Okay. Really? <laughs> like, I think we counted the studio the other day. We're at 360 at the studio alone. Ham I know ring. I've been in TV a long I time Kim you have. I'm, I, I'm 53 I started TV as 18 I have shoes older all. than some of my You've producers kept... <laughs> <laughs> okay let me ask you this though
1: with those shoes are you are, have you hit your high heel threshold I have hit oh, my yes. they do
2: four inches yes I
1: can't do three Ma'am. and a half so, yes. okay
2: yes what's your high heel threshold my love well it's a time limit so I still do okay. four four okay. and a half but I got about Ooh. ten good minutes of stand time, so I walk out on the set. I have—I the, mm. call them ballet shoes or ten minutes stand time. So I walk out <laughs> my th doors and I head straight. You know, all I see is that chair. It looks like an oasis. I'm like, look at that chair. And Mom's like, like some days it Whoa. seems like it's getting further away.
1: Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> I got you ten minutes stand like time. Woman time
2: time. trying to get there. I love
1: that. Ten yes. minutes. Yes. So yes. it's not a heel it's height. A it's a time limit. Okay. Yeah, it's a time my limit. My experience with Hollywood can be summed up with this one word
2: blank dark comedy. And keep, keep it real. real. What did you yeah, just say? A, a dark comedy. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I feel like it's pulp fiction. <laughs> yes, you, okay. you take it from there. <laughs> no, oh.
1: I, nothing else needs to be said. I think you're going to get a lot of amens and hallelujahs <laughs> and thumbs up on that one.
2: Um, if I only had one day to live, I would like hug my son the entire day mm. i love i would smell his breath and his hair i oh, would just Lord. hug him and smell him the whole day and i'm gonna tell you that's going to change when they become <laughs> 16 trust me <laughs> listen it's already changed a little bit those little sneaky shoes at a four-year-old i was like how your you feet doing? smell at four let me. I,
1: Aaron, I don't want you to throw your husband under yeah. the bus. So yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. can yeah. or cannot answer this. I'm going to tell you. Yeah, I
2: never sit on a clean toilet seat. How about you? Oh, you know what, Kim? Okay. I just lecture. I marched my husband into the bathroom, and it was okay. a case of who done it. I was like, I don't know if it's you. I don't know if it's you or your son, but somebody better get this. Whatever this yellowness is, yes. I was whatever. like, whatever it is, this disgusting. Is. I went from okay. being single with a pristine white bathroom, you know, white towels, white rug. White, I am Clean. so over them. They're going to, Oh, I, honey, pretty, listen, just, they got to get their own bathroom. No, I'm not. Yep, They're going to get their own bathroom. They're going to get a bathroom. I'm going to get one of those padlocks that your hand has to go on. And that's the only way you can get in the bathroom. Like, no. it's like a, it's like it's <laughs> like you, you, uh, your uh, what's it called? No even
1: Think about it. Yeah, no yeah, yeah, retinal scan. Yeah,
2: no. no, I'm gonna get a no. retinal scan. They they're gonna <laughs> have to share a bathroom because I am at. It is so crazy. It's mad. It's I know. So, I, I'm like, and how hard is it to aim? It can't. It's a big basin. You can't. What are you, you see doing? I think, I think
1: they try to draw letters up in there, and oh, they try oh to get out of that tamron. I don't okay, well, they they better, get they creative. Gonna,
2: they're going to let her up their own bathroom because they're going to both be banned in a minute from mine. You heard mm-hmm. it here. I think, Breaking I, news. I, I think my <laughs>
1: grown kids would even throw Cheerios in there again just to make it happen. I really <laughs> do, just see if they can aim good. All right. Uh, uh, the thing I love, but most people hate, is blank.
2: Oh. I you love, got to think on that one. I, um, I love roasted bone
0: marrow. Oh, current. <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm there with you. I'm totally there with you, Tamron. That's delicious. I,
2: I'm a I'm a carnivore. Hey, okay, Zach.
1: No, you're not. Zach is not. Tell Zach. me why. It's delicious. bone
0: marrow. It's Yeah, I do. It's so good. Is it? Oh yeah. You got do you have YouTube? You do you have your four-year-old know, eating bone eat marrow? It. My my no, three year olds will eat bone marrow. It's amazing.
2: Oh my it's lord. It's so good. I love roasted okay. bone marrow because it gets all gelatinous and you put on bread. And I'm a country kid. So I love, I, I eat, I'm a carnivore. There, I eat my meat, medium rare or rare. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm a carnivore. Okay. I'm a carnivore. Well, I'm certain too. Like, we
1: put ham hocks and uh, ham oh, bones yes. and all that oh, and everything too. Okay. Yes, so yes. I'm going to have to try that. I'm going to have to try that. Uh, it's delicious. Okay. It's my, everybody well, we used to eat chicken livers, too. We used to eat livers. I do. do eat livers? I love liver. Okay. I eat goose. Okay.
2: I eat what they call it, you know, foie gras. I mean, I know a lot of people may not agree with it, but I do. I eat everything. Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right, I've learned something new today. All right, the
1: most dangerous thing I've ever done is blank. Ooh, does that count dating?
2: <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, uh, most dangerous Look, thing I've ever done. I'm bunging. Dating is dangerous. <laughs> it is dangerous. Uh, the most dangerous thing, I think would probably be, I, I parasailed in Cancun and the parasail no broke Lord. and I flew out to sea. I literally, the, the thing broke. I was in, and this is the best part. I was engaged to the guy at the time who took take me on the trip. He was on the boat and it's the kind, you know, they parasail, they drive and you go off the boat. It snapped. He did not jump off to try and save me. I broke up with him before we made it to land. I, I called Honey, it off. Yes, I did. I did. Th- that I is, that, it that was that was God speaking to you on that, that one, too. It, not just speaking. When, I, when when my body slapped that water, that was God going, wake up get out of this.
1: No. <laughs> oh, my God. I oh, my God. Kid, I would die. Anyway, okay, here we go. Hey, I, okay. am, I am an unpaid spokesperson for black. Like,
2: oh, oh, oh my God.
1: That's like no uh,
2: eyelashes. Because I'm okay. Okay. uh, I have no eyelash company, but because I cry on my show constantly, I'm always referring to my lashes. Lashes. I think I'm an unpaid spokesperson for any kind of lash company in the world.
1: Okay. That's random. No, it's great. Tamara's our best rough and fire yet. Okay. If I could name a new holiday, it would be called Blank and it would celebrate Mm. Blank. It would be
2: Let Me Sleep Day. (laughs) <laughs> and you would be required to leave me alone to sleep a minimum of 10 hours. I don't want to hear nothing, nothing. Let me sleep day. Don't call me. Don't write me. Don't, don't even mm-hmm. think my name. I don't even want nothing. you to think my name on let me sleep day. I'm with you but on let... that one. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> the best decision I made in mm-hmm. the last 24 hours is blank to do this podcast with you and hang out with oh, you.
1: Oh, I love you. Sure, I love oh, you. you. I good. love you.
2: Easy decision. Easy
1: decision. Best All decision. Right. All right. I'm going to claim that and just receive it. All <laughs> it's right. true. A couple, of more, couple of
2: more. I wash my hair every blank days. Every two Ooh. days. Every two days, because okay. they use a lot of product on my hair. And the fun fact, as you all know, there's a difference in black hair and other hair, you know, and so that my is. hair, you need, I can't shampoo it too much because it'll make it dry. There's a little, there's your cultural fact for the day. But I do it Uh, with, you know, Johnny does my hair. He's been my hairdresser since, our stylist. Since he was 18, 19, he's now 44. Lord, have mercy. Wow. Oh I my raised gosh, him. Tam. I raised the only, did. only break we've ever That's had. That's your brother. He did Michelle Obama's hair for eight years in the White House. It's the only breakup we ever had. She stole my hairstylist and I got him back. yeah <laughs> well, it's Michelle Obama. You oh, got to let him go. If you you got to go let him go. If you're going to lose to somebody, lose to her. Go to the first lady. There you go. <laughs> the best thing about being a talk, show I- a talk show host is blank. Oh, you get to meet so many different people. And no, really? no two days are the same. Uh-uh. The hardest thing about being a talk show is blank sometimes you got to go there and ask people questions that they don't necessarily want to talk about, but people, they want to, I, I respect, you know, people's privacy. Uh-huh. I respect a lot of uh-huh. things, but we've had, um, some hard hitting interviews where oh, it's not always easy to ask people certain questions, but that's, that's the job. That's the job. My celebrity crush is blank.
1: Damn.
2: Um, Oh, Mark uh-huh, Anthony. Uh-huh. Mark Mark Anthony? Really? Like so oh, a good one. No, that is such a good one. Mark, oh, you have to tell why. Oh, you have to tell why. Uh uh-huh. I, just Spill want, that tea. I think he is so I just what I see him you seeing in his body, the way he moves, he's just he's so sexy. He's, he's sexy. so sexy. He really is. He's a very sexy man. <laughs> I agree God, I, that's, that's a, a good, good one, one. You know that's a one? great one your random fire gonna give have me you... the voice over here <laughs> no it's not honey no it's not <laughs> have you met him Tamara? have you met him i briefly at the today show many years ago and uh, uh, mark the... anthony call Tamara. she was <laughs> <did> you <laughs> on the show honey
1: <laughs> caller okay here we go my favorite fast food is blank
2: oh quarter... okay
1: don't give me bone marrow i no, won't
2: Okay, a quarter pounder with cheese, no onions, a bark root beer. That's Ooh. it. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's now it. I know my friends and family are going to scream because a water burger is my ultimate. But because they okay. don't have water okay. burger in New York, I have you know to deal with other things. But you know, on my on my deathbed, there will be bluebell ice cream, cookies and cream, Gosh. and a water burger on the side. But now, do you like do you like Big Mac? No, like quarter McDonald's, pounder. Do you... I just do quarter okay. pounder. Like if I'm going right. to do, like I only did quarter pounder. But water burger is the best fast food ever. Yeah, that, that, and then is, a quarter delish. pounder. Quarter pounder with cheese. That's, I, I'm a burger girl. If I could eat a burger every oh, day it. of my life, I every would eat a burger. I'd do it. I would do it a heartbeat every, too. Every, I, I'm right I've with I've been you. trying to live a little longer for this baby. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Things change when that happens. Okay. One last <laughs> question. One last rapid right okay. fire. My faith is blank to me.
2: My faith is the guiding light that allows me to live this journey beyond my dreams. And it is everything to me.
1: All right. Y'all, you can connect with Tamron Hall at Tamron Hall and all her social media platforms. And you've got to pre-order her new book. But I would suggest (laughs) going to get the first one and then going to pre-order to get that one and read it. And then pre-order this new book. Watch Where They Hide It's available March 12th. And y'all, watch her every day on the Tamron Hall Show. I watch her. If I can't watch her, I do the whole little It's Not Called Tebow. What's it called again? What's it called, DVR. Are what are you called, DVR? That's it. <laughs> in it, Hattie. And I'm streaming I it at night. You.
0: I, love I love you. girl. You. Thank
1: you
2: for coming
0: on. Thank you. You're such a blessing. Thank such you a are awesome. the
2: thing. And Zach, you're not so bad yourself. <laughs>
1: I'll take it.
2: I'll take it. All right,
1: Tamron, call us to come up and eat and we'll bring our Dawn dishwashing soap girl. No, no, (laughs) no. As many of you know, I am dealing with a little bit of this Bell's palsy thing going on, but I got to say, it has been the biggest blessing because of all of you have poured out your love, your encouragement, your prayers. Um, I just think it's, This community that we've built is so powerful. And I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart um, because it has meant so much to me. I believe it's been part of why I'm healing faster than ever. It is because of you. I want to thank you. We have a listener. That called in, right, Zach?
0: Yeah, we have a voicemail from a listener. Um, Okay,
1: I've got to hear this. I
0: want to play it for you. And I want to start doing this more regularly. I think at the end of every episode, I'd love to have a listener message just like about, because we're building community here on the Kim Gravel That's all we want to do, yeah. This is all about loving who you are. And this voicemail to me just meant so much. And I I want everyone to hear it.
1: Okay, let's hear it.
3: Kim Gravel, this is your friend over here in Texas. I am with you, girl. I had bells called 40 years ago. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. You are so determined. I love your personality. You're going to make it. Remember, Jesus has your hand. He's your healer. He's going to take care of you. But honey, you at the same time have to take yeah. care of him here on this earth. Listen to your doctor. Get rest. But keep on believing, girl. Keep on pushing. But you got to Take care of that body. You've got to rest those nerves in that face, honey. I know. I've been there, and I've walked in your shoes. And when I saw you, I cried. Because you're my sister. You mean a lot to us. We love you. Please take care, Kim. Take care of Kim.
1: We love you. God bless you. No, my Lord. Y'all, that is exactly what it's about, Zach. Can I just say, I I am now, I feel like after hearing that, I could just move mountains. I mean, see, that's what it's about. When you have community and you lift each other up, be part of our community with us. Uh, I love you too, by the way. I love you too. And I'm praying for you. This is about lifting each other up and even... Like now that I need the support, this means so much to me, but y'all, we all need each other. So, you know, I I want you to really think about like uh, going to LWYA.com, love who you are, Get on our email list. Go to um, the Kim Gravel Show. It's, it's called the, what's our, give us the information, Zach, where people can go and get be a part <laughs> so, of our
0: community. Yeah, go to KimGravelShow.com. Sign up for yes. our mailing list. Sign up for our community. You can leave us a voicemail right on the site. You can leave us a message. Yeah. Um, you can also, I had to pull this up on my phone. Um. You can leave us a voicemail by calling 404-913-6460. <laughs> leave us a voicemail. We'll play it on the show. We love, love to hear from you.
1: Oh, my gosh. And that's what we're here doing. Sisters standing together. Sisters and Zach
0: standing together. There you go. Sisters and Zach standing together. That's it. I that's how it. we end. That's how we end. <laughs> Bye.
1: And I am TikTok. Uh, let me say what I can say. I am a
2: tiktok mm. I got to be careful what I say. <laughs> I'm TikTok-loving. I'm actually turning on my Do Not Disturb. Hoping and praying that my child does not burst in here. Honey, Oy, let him yeah, yeah, burst yeah, yeah. in. He's a cutie patootie.
0: She's eating bone marrow and it's like, I'm into it. Okay.
1: We'll talk about that in a minute. Kim, bone
0: marrow is delicious. I don't know no, why. you're I'm talking about. No, I'm not talking about,
1: about that. It's, all right. All mm-hmm. right. I'm out. Okay. All right, love <laughs> you. The Kim Gravel Show is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Our associate producer is Kathleen Grant, the brunette exec. Production help from Emily Breeden and Sarah Noto. Our cover art is designed by Sanaz at Mamarian Creative and Mike Kligerman edits the show. Talent Booking by Central Talent Booking. And a special thanks to the team at QVC. Head over to the thekimgravelshow.com and sign up for our mailing list. Again, we can't do this without you. So thank you for listening and we love you.